Hi everybody and welcome to our RuPaul's Drag Race recap show. If you guys are watching right now in YouTube, uh, you can click on these buttons, thumbs up and subscribe, that really helps support our shows. iTunes 5 star rating and a nice review is awesome too. Of course you can watch us doing these shows live over on younow.com slash reality recaps. Um, we do shows every night of the week at 7 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you use your free thumbs up and share the show to your friends because you never know. I'm going to go back to start giving prizes to people that share the show. But most importantly, if you guys want to help us out, consider becoming a patron. YourRealityRecaps.com slash patron. Um, you get access to special patron-only shows and the patron Facebook group and swag. And most importantly, it helps support us. And we need your help to get to Big Brother Canada. So become a patron. Or go check out yourrealitycaps.com slash Canada, whichever. But now, we need to talk Drag Race with our recently back, Miss Don Draper. Hello. Hi, squirrel friends. How are you? We are lovely. How are you with your pink hair? <laughs> you make it sound like I went away for like a facelift or something. <laughs> you got dental work done. Hmm. Yeah, rehab, dental, yeah, dental work, that's it, dental work. Mm -hmm. Isn't that what Kathy Griffin always says? She's always like, I had dental work done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just had to get a little touch-up, a little something-something. Just a little something all around there. Yeah, I like the pink. Thank you. Yes, I was inspired by uh, last night's RuPaul, uh, the new wave, neon, and the era I grew up in. So I had to, you know, just, you know, harken back to those days and just live it up a little bit. Live it up. The 80s were my favorite, but we're going to talk about that more when we get into it. Yeah. We're going to break down the episode for you guys, tell you what we think, show you pictures, maybe hopefully get to show you the performance without an echo, fingers crossed. Um, and I say we start right now. I say we start at the beginning, Miss Don Draper, which... That's always the best place to start. Well, here's the thing. I know I haven't been a big fan of Cuckoo Kachoo, but it was kind of sad that she was gone. All the, you know, queens coming into the workroom and seeing her little message and her little hashtag Cuckoo. And I was like, oh, I do miss your little Cuckoo crazy ass. Were you sad no Cynthia Lee Fontaine anymore? I was a little sad, no Cynthia. I mean, she was silly, she was crazy, but she owned it. She knew who she was. She was Puerto Rican, living in Texas. She definitely had an identity. I didn't hate her look as much as Bob and, you know, some of the others did. I didn't think it was that trashy. But then again, I live in Texas, so what do I know? But, yeah, I'm going to miss her little cuckoo. And um, hopefully, you know, she'll come back maybe for a challenge later in the season. We can only hope. We can only hope. Because now I miss her. The void is missing. It's missing without she her. She, she definitely, we needed a little crazy and a little cuckoo, no pun intended, or a big cuckoo. We did. So now, what did you, what did you think of uh, the little bit of drama that happened before Rue came in? Um, Derek um, didn't like that he was told he didn't have soul. And Derek, yeah. uh, when, <laughs> like, when, like, when you're white, um... Mm -hmm. Don't say that soul is twerking. Right. Bob was quick to point out, honey, Derek, Michelle didn't say you don't have a soul. Right. She said you don't have soul. There's a big difference. And then Derek said, well, I guess I better get my berries twerking. And all of the... Um, Internet cringed? The yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone kind of went... <gasps> Little, mm -hmm. little, yeah, little, little something, something. But we still love our little Derek. Derek, like, Derek is really, I love Derek from the beginning. Derek is growing on me, though, in a whole new way. Oh, I love Derek. I 100% love Derek. And I actually like the, uh, I'm going to call them chinks in his armor. Uh, <laughs> he's like Teflon. But... I do like him. I like him. He speaks the truth. I think, and I don't think he does anything to be malicious. I don't, I think that's the yeah. difference. I don't think anything he says is right. to like be mean. 
And we can talk about this a little bit more as we recap this episode, but I like the way he sticks to his guns, he sticks to his drag, and he doesn't back down. So he definitely has uh, balls of steel. There we go. We've mentioned balls now. Balls of steel. David Thielen in the chat room says, speak for yourselves. So David Thielen (laughs) Uh, is not feeling the Derek Berry. Yeah, well, he's, he's growing on me, and for different reasons. So I res- I respect him, but he's still gonna have to overcome the I'm Britney bitch. So, well, good luck because it's not happening yet. Um, okay. So RuPaul comes in. I almost wish, and I was doing this like I was writing my notes about the show, and I kept mm-hmm. mixing up this episode with the preview of next episode, because I keep wanting oh, to yeah. say, like, Snatch Game things, and I'm Snatch like, oh, game. that was not this episode. <laughs> I know. So Rue com- so comes in, and Rue is like, hey, kitty girls, we have to do a big challenge we're doing musical performances this week. I liked her little Vogue thing of, I forget how she did it, but. Yeah. She did like the whole black and white revisiting mm-hmm. Madonna Vogue with the same like rap. And this is actually the first week where there's not a mini challenge. So um, as we are progressing through the season, we, had, we now at this point have nine queens left and we are just going right to a maxi challenge. So there's no really mini challenge to go. So um, this is actually, I think this is probably one of the more fun episodes for Rue mm-hmm. because this is really the generation that he became famous in or started, you know, to come up in. As he announced, which I loved, Eric, I don't know what you thought about the band that he formed in this era. Do you remember what it was called? Uh, twerkin' poles, licky poles, <laughs> poles in your ass, pole boys, <laughs> pole butter, pole. It was the Wee wee polls. I was close. So, like, whoever can find a picture of Rue, I I looked on the internet last night. If anyone can find a picture of Rue and the wee wee polls, please tweet it out. And it, I would love to see that. It was on the um. They showed it on the show. I didn't grab a picture. Um. I missed. I thought I missed that. They showed it on the show. Really? Oh yeah, they showed it. Oh. They showed it on the show. Um, I I totally yeah. forgot to grab the picture of that. I did find a picture, or um, actually, well, and I didn't grab it either. But I'll try and find it while we're talking. Um, I did not know when we're going to get later. We're going to talk to the judges, but the B fifty twos were here. Um. Rue was in the Love Shack video, and that was her first yeah. huge break. I didn't know that yeah. either, and I have a picture of that when we get over there. So I want to know this. I want to know this from you. I want to know this from the chat room. So the okay. choices that they... Oh, actually, let me ask you this first. Do you well, like... Yeah. What? Go ahead. I was just going to say the challenge was called New Wave Queens. New Wave that Queens. Was the na- that, was, that was the name of the challenge. Right. And so go... I know... Okay. Well, do you like, and chat room, I want to know if you like this. I think you kind of just said you did like it better. Do you like it better when there's no mini challenge? Um, I think when there is a smaller uh, group of queens, um, you, I like it better when there's just a maxi challenge. The mini challenge um, only really does something if you're trying to pick a team leader and you, you know, you need to have some kind of a winner in order to set forth the maxi challenge mm-hmm. on a 60 minute episode. I don't think there's time for the mini challenge. So I don't necessarily miss the mini challenge. Um, it's a, it's a quick, fast thinking thing that they have to do. It's cute. It's kitschy, but it doesn't really show their true competition. It doesn't really show them working together. It's very individual. I don't know. What do you think? I like when there is no mini challenge. I prefer the flow of the show better when there's no mini challenge. I think Rue should just leave it up to them to pick a team captain. I think the dynamics fall better that way. It makes a better show, personally, for me Mm. that way. But I think the mini challenges are designed in a way to uh, promote like a sponsor maybe or so i think they need to work it in the show for that reason wine and roses in the chat room says it depends on the mini challenge i love when the library is open well we all love when the library is open 
And Lisa Ginger Snaps agrees it can go. I think most of the people are saying that it's it's really not necessary um, except for, like you said, promoting sponsors or picking a team, like a team lead. But in this particular challenge in the New Wave Queens, Rue, just as calm as he could be in his, like, perfect pimp zoot mm-hmm. suit, which P- P.S., by the way, loving his little zoot suits that he's coming out with every week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's great. They're perfectly tailored. I like I like the complete opposite of what he looks like in drag. Mm-hmm. And he also he is pr- promoting Butch Queen. Mm-hmm. So to me, all of these suits look Butch Queen. And I know before um, David Thielen um, has said that he thinks that he had burnt his head or something. And that's why he keeps coming out looking like a pimp in a hat. But I actually love it when he comes out. But he comes out and he tells everyone, okay, you guys are going to pick your own teams. And then not really chaos ensues, but deer in the headlights. So, Eric, what did you think of the way that everybody gravitated and picked teams? I thought it was very interesting. I loved Team Best Friend, which um, was Kim. Uh, team Best Friend was Kimchi, Robbie, and Naomi. Um, yeah. Then Team New York formed of Bob Thorgy and um, Bloop. What's his face? Acid, Betty, Acid, Acid Betty. Betty. Oh, we're going to get uh-huh. to Acid Betty. And then <laughs> the leftovers was Derek, <laughs> Chi-Chi, and Anisha. So... And that's a Kim Chi affectionately gave them that name because they didn't even have a name. So they cut to Kim Chi and Kim Chi says, and the rest of the people of this sort of gravitated to each other. And they said they're just the leftovers. The that's leftovers. My, the leftovers. That's nice. That's your, that's a good Kim Chi. That is, that is a good Chi. Uh, that is a good hey, Kim don't, Chi. Don't worry. Remember RuPaul built his career on a lisp, so we're okay with that. <laughs> it's definitely what we heard. Now, the three styles of music that they had to pick from was um, punk, party, and synth. So, chat room, I would like to know what you all would have picked if you had the, if Rue was going to let you pick. Chat room, you got first choice. I'm just interested to see what of the choices the chat room would have picked. Now, what would you have picked, Miss Don Draper? Well, I have to say, I grew up in this era. So mm-hmm. it is really like, it's, it's hard to say what I would have picked based on what I like and what I would have picked based on what I would have done well at. Well, you're on um, the show. You only have 30 seconds to decide. <laughs> so I guess so. I make, yeah. I, um, I think I would have picked, um, team, probably team punk actually. Really? Yeah. I think I would have. Interesting. It seems or like. Team Seth. I know, I know everybody wanted Team Party. Like, two of the teams wanted Team Party. Um, they all really kind of overlap, though, don't you think? Like, the chat room is saying, I see punk, I see punk, yep. Um, yep. I see synth. It's interesting, I don't see very much party, which is what the popular was on the show. Eric, do you think it's maybe because party is something that would have been a little bit of an easier interpretation? Well, I don't know. Well, first of all, I would have picked party. Jeanette Lopez in the chat is also with me. She is picking party. Miss Man Cougar, Loving Kindness, Jersey Girl. They're all picking party with me. I don't know if it's easier. But I got an I to be honest, I don't know. I didn't and I still don't know what synth is. Um uh, Do you remember Devo? Kind like Devo, of whip it. Like whip it good. Okay, synth I know whip is, it. Okay, so synth is very like synth like synthesizer. Like synthesizer. Yeah. Well, whatever song that they did was horrible. Mm-hmm. And if that was synth music, I don't I'm fine <laughs> not knowing anything about it. So yeah, the challenge, they actually, they had to uh, create a band name, mm-hmm. and then they had to write retro lyrics that went along with their theme, and then accordingly, they had to dress, also um, matching what their what their thing was. And so, I actually, like, um, made, I actually, because you said you don't really, like, know, like, about the synth, oh, the, um... The synth song to me and chat room, some of the people like may remember this. Do you remember that song in cars? Like kind of. That's a very 
that's what their song sounded like to me. It's like that's the dun 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 dun. Is that a dun 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 dun? Yeah, don't copyright us. Like what? Like what? Dragometry? Like their song? We'll talk about that in just a second. It sounded like in cars, like dragometry. Da 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 da. Yeah. Please do, please do not change the channel because my singing sucks. Don't hold it against Eric. So yes, Gary Newman, love and kindness nailed it. Yes, Gary Newman, that's who sang it. Gary Newman. Well, I loved Team Best Friend. I loved Team Best Friend. I was glad that they took punk and took punk right off the bat. Had no competition. As we were saying about the drama, they wanted punk. Nobody else wanted it. But Team New York and Team Leftovers, they both originally wanted party. But Bob is one shady bitch. (laughs) Bob knows how to run the psychology. And as we've seen so far already throughout the series, Bob is the one who tends to control conversations. Mm. He is the, the leader of Untucked. So Bob decides that they're going to play it democratically and they're going to just see who, if everybody wants party. So he gets in there and between the two teams that won it comes up with this really brilliant way of how are we going to decide who's going to get party. And it was to make them all say what they wanted. Mm-hmm. And his team all wanted party. And Derek's and- team did not. <laughs> Team leftovers, which are, you know, because they were leftovers, didn't necessarily pick each other, were already not on the same page. So this was setting up for a little bit of dissension among the team. Mm-hmm. And Bob did it on purpose and loved every minute of it and was like, I'm going to pick you all apart. He's like, I'm going to watch them all fall apart and just turn, I'm going to turn them all on each other. Now I have to say... I kind of am onside Derek and onside Nisha here because Chi-Chi was being a little standoffish. She went into the diary room and said, you know, uh, I don't have clothes. I don't have money. I don't have this. I don't have that. And look, I get it. I was mm-hmm. on her side with, you know, as later on when Michelle will kind of say, that's not an excuse. That's an excuse, Michelle. I just want to say, when she's like, you can go to Michael's, you can go to a thrift store. Oddly enough, Michelle, uh, they don't take money. (laughs) They still don't take hugs and kisses at those places. It costs money. So just saying. Right. So we did learn throughout of. This is my one of my favorite parts of Drag Race always is the workroom process because mm-hmm. it's when the queens tell backstory and we learn more about them. So Chi Chi, who is our lovely, beautiful queen from Shreveport, Louisiana, uh, lets us know that he has, is in bankruptcy. Um, when he says he doesn't have a dime to his name, girl, he don't have a dime to his name. Mm-hmm. And he has two jobs. He's bagging groceries and he's washing cars. Mad props to him because, as anybody knows, drag is very expensive just to buy makeup. And I understand, like, what Michelle says later on about, you know, things, there's no excuses or whatever. But um, we can talk more about that at the end. But, yes, we at least we did get to see the shade tree again because I was hoping they weren't going to just drop that whole concept. So um, I did well, enjoy that little diary room interchange. Well, breaking news, breaking news, I have found... Our Rue in uh, the Wee Wee Pulls. Oh, yes. So, oh just another reason uh, you should all watch the uh, video versions of our show if you're just uh, listening. But there he was, our Rue in the Wee Wee Pulls. And may I say, Rue still looks just the same. I mean, the man is beautiful. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bro- I, um, yeah. I was seeing if there were... That's actually not appropriate. You can just search RuPaul Wee Wee Polls on Google yourself <laughs> and um, find out some other pictures. Not safe for work. Uh, <laughs> so so let's, let's talk about the other groups and how they got along. So I know that uh, Team Best Friend was your favorite group. Um, 
which team best friend had, you know, my little Robbie Turner in, who was my favorite. But I really loved the dynamics and workings of Team New York. So what, what did you, what did you, did you think, think about how, um, obviously we've already established Bob as the natural leader, but what did you think about how what we learned about Thorgy and um, how Thorgy and Asabetti worked with Bob and the group? I, as you guys just saw there, a little Team New York, I, I really relate to Thorgy. I feel in a lot of situations I am very much like Thorgy, but I am also split down the middle and I'm also part Bob and Acid Betty. Like, I'm from New York. Get to the point. Get to the point. Like, we gotta go. Pick it up. Let's go. We don't got time to waste around here. <laughs> so... Well, I was just... Like with Thorgy, when he said that he was over analytical and neurotic, I was like, honey, go and get me some dreadlocks and let me just attach them and grow another like five feet and I could be Thorgy because he reminds me so much of myself. He said he was a violist and a violinist, which I'm not those, but his perfectionism and um, the way that, you know, he has to overthink everything um, was driving Bob crazy. And, um, Acid Betty said in the middle, like, he was watching a tennis match, like, lob insult, lob insult, lob fear, lob insult, and Acid Betty was just like, all right, let these bitches take each other down. I loved that. Well, Robbie and Kim were instigating. They were at the other table, like, instigating away. They were like, Thorgy, what are you doing? Like, Thorgy, blah, 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 and (laughs) is brilliant is brilliant. So uh, David Thielen says Thorgy is too fussy about every little thing. I See, I don't find that that is fussy. I find, I mean, yes, you have to sort of have your own inner monologue and decide, okay, this is this is where I need to cut it off. But fussy is perfection, David Thielen. And, you know, it's, uh, I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one. Uh, yeah. Uh, BB Cansor says, I'm Derek 100%. Really? Well... That is interesting. If you're going to be a, if you're if you're calling yourself the Derek of the RuPaul's Drag Race, it's an interesting choice. Maximus Mom says I asked Betty was nice last night. Yeah, we're going to get to that. So yeah, yeah. so let's talk a little bit about their rehearsals, which really the only mm-hmm. two worth talking about is since we're talking about Team New York right now and Bob. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Bob. <laughs> Bob was like, Lucian, I don't give a shit what you're saying. I'm not taking your notes. You don't make any sense. And I have to say, Bob, voice of the people. Amen. I'm with you, Bob. That's part of the New Yorker. We're not taking your bullshit. You're not making any sense. Like, you can't make your... He was 100% right. Like, his feedback was, be more 80s. That's not feedback. No. No. Yeah, he was like, be more B-52s. Yeah, be more B-52s. And then he's like, I, he's like, Chi-Chi got it after one take of my comments. And Bob's just like, Lucia, honey, I just don't understand what you mean. And I think he was getting, like, really frustrated. And um, and again, Acid Betty sits back and just eats it up and just is like, lob, 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 lob. And just like, like this. So I like, but I was with you. I was with you, though. But, you know, Lucian, he just, you know, melts the butter on my toast so oh my god and he i mean bob i don't think bob cared the fact that lucian who was also going to be judging him later i just don't think he cared about that maybe he thought about it later but he did make the comment um in his um off-camera little monologue he said um you know my fighting with lucian may have just cost uh, my team like the possible chance of winning the challenge oh no it doesn't production does that not any of the judges (laughs) It doesn't matter what the judges think. It's production that decides. Come on. Um, and they probably loved that he was giving Lucian attitude. Probably loved I, it. I, I love it. Tess McLean in the chat room just said, well, I hate Lord because Lucian told Bob to uh, be more like Lord. And he's like, oh, my God, I hate Lord. She's so whiny. She's like, all, she's like angst. And Lucian's like, oh, well, you know. She's, oh no, I actually, is it Rue that said it? It was Rue that said it on the runway. It was like, well, she's guesting next week. (laughs) Yeah, and she is actually a judge this season. I know, next week. (laughs) 
next week. <laughs> Wait, that's why I feel like stuff like that's a setup. That's why I kind of feel like, mm, that was convenient. So Team New York um, actually named their band The Street Meets. And so they wrote, they wrote a song about street mates. And to me, um, chat room, I want to see what, what you, what you guys think also. And Eric, what song do you think that sounded like? Cause to me, I definitely. Wasn't it Rock Lobster? Yeah, it sounded, I mean, I don't know that they ever said it. I know that they said it was like the B-52s, but it totally sounded like Rock Lobster to me. They all did. Like I could, I knew what song all of the beats were going along to. Like I knew Mm -hmm. what the actual or you know i i've heard that beat that melody before so i kind of i got it um uh, from that i thought it was interesting um i thought it was interesting our team best friends our punk team when lucian was like you have to scream it was just weird (laughs) like it was just it was just (laughs) it was was really "Ah!" weird yeah i didn't kimchi screaming Robbie screaming, and then I thought they did good screams. Lucian was like, you suck at screaming. I know, Lucian had to give them a little more incentive when he said, okay, pretend like someone just stole your best heels, your purrs, and your wigs. And then they got a little better, but yeah, I mean, they they definitely did not butch that scream up. However, as we'll see in the actual competition, it didn't hurt them. They actually obviously worked on it and fixed it. They did. They worked on it, and they fixed it. So, um, and they were uh, team best friends. Uh, band name was Lay Chicken Wings, and they wrote a funny song about um, chicken wings and this honey mustard and uh, honey habanero sauce, and it was really kind of funny. And they obviously, as we said before, worked really well together, and it showed. So now, they didn't really have too too much conflict when they came out. Right. All right. I want to see if this is going to work. I have the okay. uh, one minute uh, chicken wing performance. Um, okay. I think it was the best one. So let's see okay. uh, if this Yay. works. Do, 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 do. It was. I'm so glad that that one actually worked. I would love to see if um, they have the uh, New Wave Queens one, which I thought was the best one. I'll look to see if they have that. Uh, But they loved it. They they do. On YouTube, they have each of them singled out. So I don't know about... Oh, okay. I will go look. I'll go look. So what did you think of that performance? Yeah, look under World of Wonders channel. Got you. Um, that's where I Got saw you. each one. I thought it was fantastic. Um, Maximus Mom agrees. David Thielen agrees. Love and Kindness agrees. I think a lot of people in the chat room agreed. It was great. I mean, I was so worried about kimchi, you know, not sounding clear. Um, you know, because we've known before that, you know, she's had some trouble, you know, speaking. But it was fantastic. I thought the lyrics were hysterical. Mm. They were the only, the only 
Actually, of the three bands that I thought actually did punk, I thought they looked fantastic. I thought Robbie's spit take at the end was hilarious. Uh, I, I, I thought that Naomi Smalls, oh my God, that killer body. I mean, of all the queens, Naomi is one of the top three who really knows who she is. Um, I thought it was just great. I did too. I I don't know that I thought it deserved to win. Spoiler alert. But oh, sorry, RuPaul. I don't know that it deserved to win. Um, I really liked the other one so much better personally. Um, was Team New York or Team Synth? Team New York. Like team Synth really? was a nightmare, and <laughs> I don't see it anywhere on YouTube. So, um. I um, thought that was I, I thought they were an absolute nightmare. Uh, team synth. I just it wasn't good. Dragometry. Well, they they did the song Dragometry. They came out. They had little shapes on their head. Derek Barry had said before he wasn't. You know, he wanted to sing. He got the direction to you know kind of wrap the words more. He's like, I'm not going to do that. His teammate said. You know, uh, Chi Chi said, well, why don't we, you know, put on shapes? And he's like, I'm not going to do that. And this is what I was talking about earlier that I was saying. I, I grew some respect for Derek Barry for standing by, you know, and owning who she is and who she wants to be. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know that it paid off for her because in her critique, she was near the bottom. However, um, I think that that was um, one of the things that I didn't love it either. Um, however, the judges really thought Derek Berry was great and said that she could even play Blondie in a movie. Um, well, here, so. I'm not going to do the whole thing because I couldn't stand it. But here, I will <laughs> show you uh, a few. I'll show you guys like 20 seconds of the dragometry performance. So here's that. I want to put a bullet in my head. Like, I hated the whole thing. I hated Rectangle Girls of the World. Like, no. And I don't know how I missed that movement in the 80s. (laughs) It was not great. Well, I I don't know. We probably were... No, we weren't drunk because we weren't old enough to be drunk, right? But, yeah, it wasn't great. Um, They didn't have a good foundation as a group. Um, I think most of the people in the chat room were agreeing. Um, um, It just... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, and now I found it. I found the best one, so I will play this one. I got our street okay. meets, and then we can fully chat room discuss with all you guys what we thought. Okay, so here are our street meets, which I thought uh, should have been the winners, but here you go. Okay. Welcome to Sheenies. Street meets. 
So that was our little street meet group. Rock Lobster. I agree, Jack the DC Geek. It was Rock Lobster. My say my favorite. What? Go ahead. ahead. I bet you're gonna say the same thing. Uh, Go ahead, you say it. (laughs) Okay, I'll set it up for you. Sure. My my favorite thing about their their performance was the way they switched up the words of the song. Is that what you were going to talk about? No. So go ahead. Oh, okay. Oh, so they were talking about street meets and they said it was like a rhyming thing. And they said everything is going to be served with black and it was supposed to rhyme with rock. And they, but Bob said beans. beans. I so- wanted him to say me. I thought it would have been funny if they were like, everything's <laughs> going to be served with black me. But I get what they were. I thought beans was funny too. No. My favorite part of all three performances mm-hmm. was Michelle's reaction to Team Synth. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. yeah. She is like me, where she cannot hide her face at all when she yeah, doesn't. She was, yeah. Like stinky fart. Yeah, yeah. And then when they tried to defend it and she was like, I was like, we need a gif of it. She did the whole like, like she was mocking them and I want a gif of it, but I couldn't find one yet. It was awesome. And I was, I was loving, um, Michelle's, uh, crimped hair. She kind of, it was kind of, it was nineties, but you know, like Mm -hmm. they were, it was really, that was funny, but yeah, it, she could not hide her disgust, nor should she. It's one of the reasons we love Michelle Visage. It's like she brings, she brings a very necessary element to judging, um, which we can, we'll talk about as, you know, which, yeah, let's, you know, we can, let's get to judging. So, um, we loved, but they were not the winners, uh, the street meets. The winners were La Chicken Wing. And yes, the chicken wing. Your Robbie Turner overall winner. Oh, my little Robbie Turner, her first win of the season. I'm so glad about that. Um, she killed it last week on the roller skates. Um, and she was at the bottom and had to lip sync for her life last week. So what a way to come back and, you know, make you really feel revitalized and feel like, you know, you're on the right track. So she did um, overall win the competition. Um, she won... Um, wigs from i think it's like wigs by steve or a weave right. it's called weave and steve weave and steven it, it was um, like so wigs she, and outfits and stuff yeah right um, so that made that made her safe and the rest of her team safe from being eliminated and we'll talk a little bit more about what happened that's what they i did love kim chi's outfit i loved like her eyeball was up her lip was on the yeah. side like Kim Chi had a really good um, outfit for their runway was neon realness. So they all had their little uh, neon looks. Now, mm-hmm. Team New York, this goes back to why I'm fine with Bob taking a stand. Because I don't understand either when, and I love her, our Michelle Visage is saying that Thorgy was too much with this look. Like, it was just too much. She had too much going on on her face. But Acid mm-hmm. Betty was perfect. I, I actually, actually can, can answer, answer that, that question. question. Sure, go as ahead. A, a, I disagree uh, already. I, I'll be the local, I'll be the local uh, resident female. Okay. Um, because, yes, they looked exactly the same. All, very similar. However, um... Acid Betty had like the gills built into her face, but the biggest thing that was against Thorgy was uh, that Michelle said was like it was like the black line around the edges and a black line here and here and here. It was like too much, like it was black shading and black and black and black. Like it looked very similar, but it was very monochromatic. It was all neon yellow, yellow and, and black. black. See, see there's, there's only, only two, two colors. colors. So, so see, you, you see the, the black sideburns, the black contouring on the cheeks, the, the black actually like went down her neck and down like her clothes. And that's what Michelle was speaking to. But, yeah. Um, and 
Acid Betty was neon everywhere and had the fish gills. And Acid Betty made every single thing she was wearing except for her shoes, including her long nails, which, by the way, you can um, bid for on eBay. All of her, all of her looks every week, um, she puts on eBay, including the, her nails that she makes, and they're like they're like That's fabulous, smart. actually. That is smart. They well, were- I think you called it out perfectly when, and that was the word I was looking for. Too much is what Michelle said it was. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry, this is too much. (laughs) (laughs) It's too much. You look like a big creepy fish. That's too much. To me, to me, that's too much. I wasn't buying it. Just find something else to critique. Sometimes I just think they're like, oh, we went down the line. People already picked the good critiques. I'm going to be like, it's too much. I don't know. Yeah, it's... In some ways, I think that, you know, Drag Race, like most reality shows, they make competitions that are for certain people to excel at. Um, and I think that they're really saving something like the Snatch Game for Thorgy. Oh, 100%. Well, now, no, we... It's, no, not a spoiler. That's in just my own opinion. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. I think they want... I think they have queens they want to stick around for certain episodes and for certain reasons. Now, we just showed you um, the chicken wings uh, looks. Mm-hmm. We just showed you Thor, G, and Acid Betty's look. I purposely kept Bob separate um, in case he is contagious or has some sort of a sickness uh, from the bird that shit on his head. Because again, I um, I get it. And I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, it's very... Um, I, it's like it's like what they call ratchet drag or broken down drag. It's definitely... They called it couture. They said it was very they, couture yeah. and modern. They said he was he was getting closer to being couture, which is a, this is going to be one of my pet peeves about Drag Race and about the judging. They they do not give consistent no uh, reviews and they don't give consistent feedback. It's like go back and watch what you said last week. It really would drive the shit crazy out of me because they really do give mixed messages they're like we want you to be more forward thinking and be more current and couture and then the very next week they're like you need to quit looking like so fashiony and you need to be you know more different and it's like you just you just never know that's why i just yeah well and just because we're talking about it, just because we're talking about it, and I'm sure everybody watching right now has seen the show, so we're not really ruining anything. But when you're talking couture and stuff like that, how can you not say, like, Nisha here is very couture in this outfit, in her neon look, which, you know, you didn't think that was the most couture of no. all the stuff on the stage? No, because I think, well, the definition of... <laughs> The definition of drag couture is something that well, I mean, is, inspi- couture. is inspired by actual real couture, but it's something that's very, I guess, okay, I do agree with what you're saying. It's something you make yourself, which Nasha did spray paint all of that and everything. Um, I, sometimes I really don't know what they, if they even know what they're talking about. I, don't I mean, Bob, Bob did have the little crop top on with the black thing underneath. And, um, like Lisa D. Ginger Snap said something like, What was Bob thinking? And I just want to say this Bob was thinking purse first, purse first. Purse first. That's going to be one of my favorite lines of the season because Bob, you know, has been leading with purse first into a lot of the scenes. I think that's hilarious. But I think Bob was just thinking, you know, I want to be safe. Um, um, middle of the road he knew that hit the other queens were going to be very neon you know he's working with the darker palette to begin with so he just had to put you know a splat of something neon on he probably didn't have a lot of neon stuff in what he brought so i don't know what that that thing on the head was but it was not it was neon, but it was not new wave. No, it it was very interesting. Well, it came down to mm-hmm. Nisha <laughs> and Chi Chi, and Chi Chi kind of turned yes. on her team a little bit. She she did. Um, Go ahead, because I know you wanted to talk about what um what uh well, Michelle said to her. 
And one of the things that um, that I, I loved about it is, you know, she came out and she was wearing a neon leotard and uh, or a bathing suit, and she had on black boots. And one of the critiques she got was that she wore the same black boots in the competition, the maxi challenge that she wore in uh, the runway, which is a no-no. Um, but Michelle was giving her a critique and said, you know, there's no reason why you shouldn't come out here, you know, without a proper corset on. And, you know, she's like, well, I, you know, I don't have the money that these other queens have to look to her. Um, and Michelle gave her some, you know, very good advice. And she's like, you know, look, you're here for a reason. Rue picked you for a reason. We're here to lift you up. And you need to take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. And I, I could see it in her eyes that it like it clicked with her, and she got it. And then she went on to further say, you know, you've got sisters here, and right. you've got people that will help you, and you can ask for things. And um, I, I, I think thought that was, that was the a point. very, it was a very touching moment. Um, the chat room is is agreeing with everything, and it goes back to one of the reasons I really loved Drag Race is because I think it is a show that is about. Uh, it teaches a lot of lessons about kindness and giving and acceptance, and um, it's really a microcosm of the real world. Um, wow. How it can be really hateful and how it can be really hateful and mean. That's and wishful how, thinking. <laughs> and how you have to go well, and how you have to go out and find the good people. True. And how things are competitive. I think there's a lot of things. A lot. And of Trump's about. running for president and winning, so <laughs> it's nothing my, like the real my, world. Okay. So. One of my favorite things was is Chi-Chi's uh, was talking about, you know, not really getting along with his teammates because, you know, he was wanting to come out and look like what Thorgy did with the box. Uh -huh. And he, he, he then apologizes to his teammates, um, Nasha and Derek, and says, I didn't mean to throw y'all under the bus. And Rue says, what's this bus I've been hearing about? What's everybody's getting thrown under? Is it still running? And I thought... Okay, have you not watched, you know, a Big Brother or any he other? He knows they. Show? He I knows know. Big Brother. They lift. I, you know, I, I saw a lot of. I, I saw a RuPaul thing, which where we have still more to talk about. We're almost running out of time. Maybe we will talk about this okay. next show. Um, I saw a thing where RuPaul was basically saying she didn't like how she feels other shows have taken lip syncing from drag race yes. and stole it from gay culture and this that and i was like well i agree with you Ru. yes they're definitely using it like that's tv like i could list off all the stuff you took from big brother i literally wrote oh, yeah. a paper uh when i was in college on how rupaul's drag race is like big brother because there are so many similarities to it. But we'll talk about that Plus, later. What? Michelle Michelle Visage was on Celebrity Big Brother. It's I know. It's not like he's not ever heard of Under the Bus. Of but, course he has. So, go, so, so, so let's... You know, what? Go ahead. I was going to say, let's talk about the final two. Other stuff. Yeah. The okay. final two came down to Chi-Chi and uh, Nasha battling. Um, I already kind of showed you, spoiler alert, it was mm -hmm. Nasha that ended up going home again. And not really any surprise that that was going to happen for me. I felt like the edit of the whole show was leaning towards uh, Chi-Chi's the underdog. Chi-Chi doesn't have any money. Chi-Chi doesn't have the same opportunities anybody had. The edit wanted us to root for Chi-Chi. I thought that would have been horrible to go on that note. Like, it would have made the show look bad to focus on yeah. that edit and then kick her out. Absolutely. Plus two things that I absolutely will not tolerate is someone who comes out to lip sync for their life and they're not in heels. I will not tolerate that. And you should have your wig fastened. You know, you've got enough glue. Keep it on. There's no excuse for no heels and no wig staying on. She should have gone home. It's true. If you're basing it on performance, I did think that as well. Um, it wasn't, it didn't seem right that uh, Chi Chi was in like those boots flipping all around and uh, Nisha didn't. But let's talk a little bit about what happened 
backstage because I feel like it's still the cont- uh, let's go full circle with this Chi Chi story. So um, one of the more emotional uh, strings of the show was we find out that uh, Chi Chi's mom calls in. Chi Chi has the breakdown <laughs> and is like, y'all don't understand. Y'all don't understand I'm a poor woman. <laughs> and I was just like, we get it. And for those of you that don't know, um, Eric is talking about Untucked, Untucked. which is uh, which you can see on on YouTube if you look under Drag Race Untucked. Um, it's about twenty five minutes long, and there's just, no commercial. Eric, I just I loved it. I just I thought it was very endearing, and I want to know what you think about. Um, how the other queens treated her, specifically Acid Betty and um, Nasha. Well, let's start with Nasha. I thought, well, this was the only part that I got emotional with was what Nasha did. So after the entire episode of she has no money, she doesn't have anything, she can't, she can't, Nasha to come back, get kicked out, then turns around, starts writing Chi Chi a letter. And basically says, you're good enough. You are worth it. Here is a really nice dress and a swimsuit Mm -hmm. and um, left it for her uh, on Untucked. And we will obviously see that on, I guess, the start of next week's show. I would assume we'll see that. She's going to rock that illusion suit. I can't wait for that. And that's when I go back to saying that... um, at the at the base of drag race to me it really is about showing you know being there for each other and about kindness and there is lots of throwing shade at each other but shade is just like that's just the library's open that's just another day of work that's just a tough skin that's not people being mean to each other there's a difference um but i absolutely loved 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 nation doing that you know um I thought that was beautiful. And Acid Betty, who has been really tough and hard and very acidic throughout this competition so far, um, you know, made comments like, she gets it. And she, after she heard the message from uh, Chi-Chi's mom, she's like, that's the only person she has in her life. And I felt like Acid Betty was speaking from like some personal experience and then she went to her and she's like what do you need what can I get you and she's like I need a hairbrush and like you know Acid Betty had no reason to you know help her or not help her but it's like Acid listened to what Michelle had to say and I think I like seeing um, you know underneath that veneer of this hard ass acidic you know like queen that we've seen to someone who really does have a, a really kind and giving heart David H. in the chat room says, Acid Betty's strategy of mean at first. Oh, Acid use Bianca's strategy of mean at first, then nice to the weak. Mm-hmm. Um, she could have been bitter, um, but then she decided to become more supportive. Well, um, guess what? I'm saying bullshit to all ya. Here is Acid Betty, little reptile that she is, lurking in the background, wanting some camera time. No, I think she wants camera time. You want to know why? I find it hard that Acid Betty all of a sudden cares about the plight of Chi-Chi when last week's Untucked, and even in this one, when the TV wheeled out, he was like, oh, do we got to see more freak makeup from Trixie? Trixie has the same story as Chi-Chi. Acid Betty watches this show. Chi-Chi was down on her luck. Chi-Chi had a problem with her father. Chi-Chi couldn't afford any... I mean, uh, Trixie yeah. couldn't afford anything. She has the same exact story. All Not the same exact story, but like a poor, couldn't afford things that's how I develop my aesthetic and acid Betty ain't having that but all of a sudden ooh it's gonna become a thing I think I'm gonna go slither and I'm using slither on purpose over to Chi Chi to get oh is the camera here too and you know she was pissed when Naomi started brushing her hair acid Betty was like bitch I brought that brush over here to get some camera time you do not get to get the back of her hair I get to get the back of her hair I'm calling bullshit and way to go acid Betty (laughs) I loved it all right, I point. I'll I'll take your point and I accept your point. I I 
I hadn't thought about that. I agree with wanting and more camera time, but her comment still stands when she says that's the only person. No, I agree. Has. That was true. That was, that was said like off the cuff, not thinking. But so, yeah, we can meet in the middle on that one. I definitely think I 100 percent think Acid Betty did care. I do believe that the Chi-Chi story did touch Acid Betty's heart, but I think Acid Betty was also like, and I'm going to get camera time out of this. <laughs> and I'm going to see if I can help you with it right now. My, well, we should talk about this really quick, uh, Lee, too. When the first set of queens, the safe queens, again, like, I'm not going to use the term production manipulation, but... I don't know why the safe queens deserved some sort of a reward, other than the fact that it was Robbie's birthday. (laughs) So all of a sudden, uh, our B-52 people are coming into the workroom to go wish uh, Robbie a happy birthday, and then proceeded to hold Kim's hand. I mean Blondie, it's not B fifty two, it's not blonde. Terry, I know. Why I said that just, before too. Just in case just in case you know they're watching, you know, we want to make sure they're right. But yes. Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was funny. That was, that was interesting. I think it was funny too, and it read it made Robbie Turner's day and I thought it was really cool. And my God, doesn't Debbie Harry just look fabulous? She's gotta be like close to she's gotta be in her sixties and you know, and close to 70, right? I mean, she's gotta be. And now... She's gotta be 60. Gotta be. And the guy was the... He was not in... He was the founder. He, he was the founder of Blondie. Yeah. He was in he the, was band? the band? Um, he was in the band. Yeah, I think it's Chris, Chris Stein, yeah. I think his name is Chris, Chris Stein. Well, oh, I can never remember. Girlfriend is um, gay. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah, he was, the, he was the founder, and he was like... He was a drag queen. He was like fangirling. <laughs> He was calling everybody out. He's like, I watch this show. I'm gonna steal Rooster. I'm gonna steal Ruse lines. Her boyfriend. Yeah. You said he was her boyfriend for years, so he's not gay. Yeah, he's hmm. gay. I he's yeah, I thought he was gay. gay. Uh, my gaydar is going off, and he's giddy gay, 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 gay. Like he couldn't wait to steal a RuPaul line. He couldn't wait to tell everyone how many episodes he watched. I thought he was going to be like, I touch myself to these episodes. <laughs> I I mean, it was he was fangirling. Uh, Mickey Michelle Guz in the chat room says Debbie Harry is seventy. 70. Well, there she'll you- be seventy one this year. Um, I mean, come on, I don't look that good now. Let's. She looks great. I thought she probably she went did. away for a little vacation too. Yeah, well, tits out. She was like, I got tits out. They look good. Um, okay, let me cha- flip that of, over. My um, favorite part. Yeah. I know. My favorite part of the um, episode was the um, at the end, mm-hmm. the driver. The driver of the car. Who stops before. And keeps staring at the camera. Like, re, re, re. It was like, re, re. Like, he can't stop looking at the people and what they're doing. What did, uh, what did you think of how, uh, just overall, what did you think of how Untucked was this week? Um, I thought Untucked was very, um, was very much a like it has been every week it's very emotional it was Mm -hmm. all about kindness it's uh, unlike seasons in the past you know there's no there's no bitching and fighting and shade throwing it's all very supportive it's all like we're here for each other it's also in high definition Mm -hmm. um i thought i thought it was it was really good i thought we got a really good sense of a little more backstory of some people um you know, and it wasn't very stressful. So and I, was, I thought it was pretty, pretty good. I'll show it what one more think? time. I'll show it one more time for the chat room that might have missed it. Um, mm-hmm. Here was my favorite part of when, you know, when it's all said and done, they always show the, you know, the queens driving away on Untucked. And the driver of the Untucked van did not understand how to handle the camera. So he was like just staring at it creepily. He's like, do I look away now? Do I look? What do I look? Away? Do yeah. I keep looking at the camera? It was very weird. He was a very was, weird driver of the show. I was wondering if he had like an earpiece in, and they were like, "Okay, go, no, stop, wait, go." No, oh, stop, it was no, clear. Go. He was like, 
<laughs> like he didn't know what to do. He was like, do I stare at it? Do I not stare at it? I don't know. Um, well, we need to wrap up this show, but spoiler alert, or not really, we're not ruining anything. Next week is Snatch Game. Snatch Game. Can't wait for the Snatch Game. I think it's everybody's favorite. I think last night on social media, I saw more more tweets about next week's Snatch Game than I saw about the show itself. Um, for those of you who don't know, it's when the queens take on a, a persona and personality and dress like a celebrity or public figure, and they compete in a show that's like a match game. And we got to see a little preview of coming attractions for that. And um, on my Twitter, um, at Miss Don Draper, you can see I've already posted um, a, the uh, first, like, five minutes or so of next week's show. Perfect. And we'll put it in the link below this video as well, as well as all of the links to everything that we talk about on this show um, will be in the links below. Miss Don Draper, tell the people where they can find you on Twitter if they want to see what you're tweeting. On Twitter, I am at Ms. Don Draper. Perfect. And the, oh, well, oopsie. Watch this. <laughs> Oops, I forgot to switch that in the beginning. Yes, there she is on Twitter. She's Miss Sun Draper right there. Um, all right, you now chat room, don't go anywhere. Miss Sun Draper, you don't go anywhere. I just am going to try out this new ending and we're going to see how this goes. So you now chat room, don't go anywhere. Uh, and neither you. Uh, to everybody else, I will say thank you for watching our RuPaul's Drag Race show for this week. Uh, we really hope you enjoyed it. If you're watching on iTunes, give us a five-star rating and a nice review that really helps support our shows. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you can click on the button. slash egg race uh, for uh, the previous uh, versions of this show as well as our blogs by Finn 